Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the EFG Daily Commute. My name is Steven Dutzman and I'm your host. I am also the founder of EngagedFamilyGaming.com. That is a website on the internet where parents like myself and my co-hosts come together to give everyone the information they need to get their family game on. Today, uh, I'm going to talk about COVID-19 again, um, but this time in a, a different perspective, um, E3 has been canceled, or it will be canceled today, probably by the time you listen to this. Uh, the last shoe has dropped, will have dropped uh, last night. Uh, so today's the March 11th. Happy birthday to uh, my oldest, by the way. But so uh, last night, the news started getting around, specifically Devolver Digital, uh, who is a company that does not participate in E3, but like it activates around them. Uh, sent out a cancel your E3 book, you know, flights and hotels, which is, you know, pretty, you know, <laughs> pretty direct. Um, and so as soon as they did that, a lot of journalists and other stuff, you know, started confirming that they had been talking to sources, etc. Um, but and that they expected an official announcement to come today, the 11th. So uh, what does that mean? Right? So E3 fans of Engage Family Gaming know we're huge fans of E3. We activate, um, we do, we all get together and we spend just about a week together working and making content and you know, helping surface a lot of the games that are out there or announced or on the show floor, etc. And, um, you know, I guess the other question is, you know, what, what does this mean for us? Well, I mean, I don't know, we're, we're going to figure it all out, but, uh, the other question, what does it mean for the industry? Uh, that's a, another really heavy question to answer. Um, let's talk about E3 itself. E3 serves a pretty significant purpose, right? It's a big trade show and it's not just about the big publishers, right? Nintendo, Sony, Microsoft, Bethesda, Ubisoft, and even, you know, Devolver Digital, and which is a, a, an indie publisher that many of you probably don't know necessarily by name, but you, you, you at least see a lot of their games. They're a bigger publisher that does, um, I guess you could call them like a mid-major, right? You know, they're, they, they do big stuff, but they're not Ubisoft. <laughs> Or Nintendo and so a lot of these companies have other means to get their message out right Nintendo doesn't even they just put out a press conference right they just do a, they just they don't even do a press conference they just do a video um, Sony was expected to just do a video um, same thing we, and so the only one that was really scheduled to do that we knew 100% was going to do some kind of a stage show was Microsoft. And they still might because they do their own thing. But I, at this point, I kind of, I kind of doubt it. So they're really not necessarily impacted. Yeah. They don't get to run their big things like at the show, but they can still put out their, they, they can still publicize their games through other channels. What's really going to be tough here are the smaller games that were, either going to have their own booths where they, they really just kind of stretched and, and 
you know, found an opportunity to put a small game out on the floor, and that has happened, where there are small games that are in, like, you know, tucked away in a corner of the E3 show floor, and they blow up. Scribble Knots is a great example. Uh, it's a game where you kind of, you know, put word, you know, you solve puzzles by typing in words into your uh, Nintendo DS, and whatever you typed in would show up. That game doesn't, wouldn't do well in a traditional press cycle, right? Because um, it's hard to explain. You just kind of got to mess around with it. And that's really what the E3 show floor, that's what the advantage to E3 show floor is, is that, you know, you've got all of these journalists and even in the last couple of years, you have all these fans walking around looking at these games. Um, and those aren't going to have a home anymore, uh, which means it's going to be that much harder for them to kind of get their message out. And I think this is really bad timing, um, you know, who can control the, the release, you know, who can control this particular thing, right? I mean, it's a pandemic. Um, and obviously, medical, you know, the, the medical world and the, the medical implications of all this are way more important than games, but I, I feel bad for all the indie developers who were hoping to come out this year and this and E3 or our, you know the events around it were going to be their coming out party. Um, and so that's going to be difficult to deal with. Now, I, you know, we're still going to be producing content and, you know, there will be other sites that will also produce content. So... Um, hopefully we'll be able to still find a way to get them out there. So the, the next piece is to talk about like the industry as like the actual show itself, right? Um, E3 has been in decline since it's, I mean, it's been around for a very long time and we've talked about its history and we've talked about, you know, all that stuff. And you've seen, if you've listened to our show for a long time, you've actually seen us go there. Um, it's been in decline, and so it's certainly struggling. Um, and this year was particularly going to be difficult because a lot of companies pulled out, and, um, you know, a lot of organizers have pulled out. So they were struggling to get it organized and get it to actually work in the first place. And now they're canceling it. Now, for a lot of folks, right, you know, in, I live in Connecticut, and the, and the CIAC, Interscholastic, you know, bat, like the winter sports tournaments have all been canceled, right? And with the exception of, like, seniors who won't be able to play, you know, they're done now, right? Um, they'll have a CIAC tournament next year because the apparatus is there. You know, they'll, they'll play, and it's it really stinks for high school seniors to miss out on it. And it, miss, it really stinks for a lot of the kids that were on a good team, but it'll, the show will go on. The thing with E3 is that right now, a lot of companies are going there and participating in it because they don't feel like they have a choice, right? They feel like this is the only way to get their voice heard, their only way to get across. And I think that it is possible that now, here we are, it is March 11th, and probably starting midday yesterday, all these companies had to completely pivot and change all of their plans, and they're going to do it, right? Ubisoft is going to serve, they're going to do something, 
right? They're going to put together a live video. They're going to do something funky, right? They're going to put same thing with EA, right? Like they're not going to not share stuff, but they're going to find out they can do this and they're going to get that big hype and that big pop. And they're still going to own those news cycles just like they did before. Um, and they aren't going to have to spend millions of dollars on booth space at E3 and to fly half of their company out, right? They'll just make a video. And so it is really, you know, it's it, it'll be surprising to me how many of these companies will say, oh, well, then I guess we'll just go back to the old way after adapting and very likely still seeing success, right? Um, so, yeah, I, I, it's, it, that's, this could just be the nail in the coffin or it, it's certainly going to be one more nail in the coffin for E3. Now for us, for parents, um, it's inconsequential, you know, in the grand, grand scheme of things, right? There's obviously much more important things going on. It's an election year. There's a pandemic, etc. So I, I'm sure, you know, forgive me lamenting the, the future of a specific trade show. Uh, but within the video game industry, it's a very big deal. And, um, you know, the impact of how this is being done, um, and the impacts of what this means for the wider gaming industry. I, I mean, people way smarter than me are gonna figure it out and talk about it over the next couple of days. So I'm sure we will discuss it soon. We'll talk about it more tomorrow on the EFG show, I am sure. However, um, that's kind of where we are. So I wanted to give you guys my initial impressions. Um, we're, as far as I am concerned, uh, we are still gonna put work in we are still going to, you know, try and get, you know, get the word out about cool family-friendly games. We're just going to have to do it uh, the old-fashioned way, quote-unquote, by um, Googling stuff up on the internet, I guess. So, uh, I do hope you guys have a great day. And um, until next day, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, until next time, uh, don't forget to get your family game on. Bye now.